What up, this is your boy DJ EFN. You might know me as a drink champ, but first and foremost, I'm a proud father. I linked up with two of my other dad homies, Manny Digital and KGB, to start the Fatherhoods podcast. Each week, we bring you insider hip-hop stories, parenting, and advice and therapy. The saying is true, it takes a village, and we humorously serve as each other's trusted counsel in figuring out how not to screw up being a good dad. Fatherhood's Fatherhood's Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diapers. Yo, Fatherhood's fam, when you're out and about with your baby and they start wilding out, what do you do? Most dudes are fumbling through the traditional baby bag their lady prepped for them, trying to find that one thing that will calm the kid down. That doesn't have to be your life. Dig no more. The firstborn diaper backpack from Fly Dad has over 21 compartments to have everything right where you need it to be for you and your baby and keeping you fly through the process. Get $20 off when you visit flydadgear.com slash fatherhoods. And you're on. <laughs> Welcome. Hey, what's up, guys? Dude. You do a really good bullwinkle, for real, though. Who's that, your boyfriend? Oh, you missed it. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> it's your mister, bro. Isn't that the opposite of a mistress? The mister? No? Your mister? How it works? I don't know. Oh, man. It was good, so, man. Hi. What's All up, right. fellas? Let's uh, start over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. All right, guys. Let's get ready to rumble. So we had some... Did we even have a mishap last week? A little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah. We, we, so we're, we're doing some technical exploration with our different devices to try to get some uh, better quality audio and video but last week was Which a little is my off. bad i'm the one that yeah brought this up yeah we thanks man <laughs> <laughs> yeah k is the creature i have it he loved our zoom execution not fucking with this one so much. <laughs> it looks better i agree but whatever fuck k anyway Oh, jeez, nice. nice. bro. Tell me, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Let me drink some of this monster wine. Okay, <laughs> uh, um, so where I feel do we like start? We, huh? I, feel like we, I feel like we haven't heard about the adventures of Kay as a father in a few weeks because I know you've been away. I know you got some, you always got something going on with your son. So, like, what's, what's new that we haven't heard about in a while? Hmm, put me on the spot, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. Actually, he's about to start middle school. So mm. I guess that's I guess that's a big step, huh? That's a big deal. Huge, man. Um, How's he? I don't know, man. I think he's pretty excited because it means that it's it's no more of like at least at this school, it's no more everyone lining up and have to walk single file and all that kind of like nonsense. You know, smaller smaller kid stuff he's got gonna have more freedom to move around and have manage his time and all that kind of stuff so i think he's pretty excited about that Mm -hmm. um and he really doesn't know kind of the difference in terms of like what middle school means i think for like parents we're probably like oh shit this is where you start getting introduced to all kinds of nonsense right right so hashish yeah (laughs) <laughs> and then some <laughs> right that, so that was that was sixth grade efn <laughs> hey that hash so so yeah he did i guess he's 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what to think. I mean, I think I think this school does a pretty good job of kind of transitioning them into it and keeping them a little. Yeah, keeping them in a little bit of a bubble with, uh, from from some of the older from some of the older grades in in middle school. So uh, hopefully, is it's it, not full it's on a, craziness. It's a separate school, or is it joined with like an elementary school? Yeah, it's it's just joined with the elementary. Oh, so. The same one he's going to. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ah, so that that should be a lot easier. Now the two different. I mean, yeah, it's two different uh, two different buildings and all. But I mean, the fact that it's the same school is cool. The campus, the same yeah. campus. Yeah. So it's more right. about. It's really more about like the kind of. To me, it's more about like all right, what's the potential nonsense that? Because you just know the kids get older, and then. As the kids get older and then they have older siblings, just more stuff is going to get. The worst introduced. shit I ever saw was in junior high. Like the craziest shit that I ever saw was always in junior high. Hmm. So, I'm trying yeah. to think back. For me, I mean, for me, it wasn't because it was all part of the same school, kind of like, well, literally in the same building. So my private school went from kindergarten through eighth grade. So it was all the same. So the craziness kind of just built along the way, but it wasn't anything like hyper shocking because I think once you shift from one school that's focused on K through five, then you jump to another school that has a whole different building structure and all that. I think the shock value is higher because typically the the student population changes. Right. So what about, what about, what about for your daughter, your, your eldest, when she went from into middle school, was there a big, I don't know, was it a big turning point for her or was it just, Kind it was it was intense. Life goes on. Now nah, it was pretty intense because where I live, all the middle schools. So there's like a split between the two high schools, right? So one faction or one area of our town, all those kids essentially go to one high school, and then another section goes to another high school, and so they they uh, just they break them up in that way. But all kids, regardless of which high school they go to, descend down upon this junior high. So this junior high is probably is like call it it's a hotbed. <laughs> yeah, and it's double the size of Ooh, you know okay. the high schools, right? So right. it's huge. And it feels like a college campus. There's a lot of buildings. Kids gotta get used to like running from place to place, getting placed on time. So that was overwhelming for my daughter going in. Like there's like a whole like week and a half orientation. It, it's a lot. But as far as like the the kids. Like that, you start to see kids drinking and like all sorts of nonsense, right? So for mm-hmm. her, that was new, and luckily for us, like she's able to communicate that. It wasn't one of those things where she's kind of in, in the cut, like just observing and then maybe getting involved. But I could see kids getting lost easily in that kind yeah. of environment. So yeah. it's, it's da- it could be dangerous. Hmm. Yeah, my son did ask me. I don't know how we were talking about. Drinking, I don't know, and people being alcoholics and just kind of letting them know that, like, kids do start young. And as he gets older, he'll start seeing younger kids doing all kinds mm-hmm. of crazy stuff to, just to be aware of it. Were you he watching the Drink Champs episode? He, he, and then he, was he was like, yo. <laughs> yeah, I'm screwed. He was, he was shocked. Yeah. My kids would be like, oh, I'll just do what daddy does at work. Right. <laughs> Drink water. Daddy's work? Beers and bottles of liquor. <laughs> Worst dad ever. It's not, yeah, it's not cool. But but is your son still doing basketball? Okay. Yeah, he um 
I mean, we, we did, there's, there's like around this area, there's like the Y and then there's another thing that's similar to the Y and we did a couple rounds of like their team, whatever they, what, yeah, yeah, know, cool. what they call it, their league. Yeah. Wasn't that great though. So we're going to flip over to the Y and see, we're just waiting for his school to, cause they, they wait a little, it's a big basketball school, his school. Um, but they, uh, they kind of make you wait a little till you're a little bit older to, to start getting into that. Yeah. Like, like seventh grade, I think is when they, they started that over here. Yeah. I think they'd start six, six or seventh. I can't remember what okay. it is. So, yeah. And E, your daughter's so. still heavy into the martial arts or no? Nah, she, she does gymnastics and ballet now. Oh, that's um, right. You guys dropped the martial arts. She, yeah, she, it was, it was a lot for her, but, uh, she might go back because my son really wants to do the martial arts and he's at the age now where he can start. And she's hinted that she would go back. We'll see. We'll see. Right now I'm, I'm dealing with the whole she's back at hating her brother again. And no, no, really? She regressed big time. Yeah. She's Did like, something happen, though? I don't know, too, man. Too much summertime? I don't know. Like I feel like she's jealous. She's jealous of... That he's still being treated as a, you know, as a baby in a sense. Yeah. That we baby him, but you know, he's still he just turned three. Yeah, he just got out of the diapers, and right now we're about to transition him into the new, in, out of the crib into a bed. Why, but I think is she's he climbing out, huh? Is he climbing out of the crib? No, or no, something? no, no, just just, just time. because it just seems like he's ready, you know. Um, and it just seems like she's jealous. She doesn't know how to express it. Or, you know, or how to handle those feelings. But she'll go up to me like, I don't like you, baby, bro. I don't Jeez. love baby, bro. She'll just say it like <laughs> oh all day, random. random. And she be she's hitting him again. She put her hands on his throat and we're like really? freaking out. Yeah, dude. Who's like, who's <clears throat> the disciplinarian between you and your wife when it comes to like that kind of stuff with her? It's both of us, really. Um, yeah. It just depends. You know, we're Gemini's, both of us. So it's like whichever Gemini you catch at the moment. Because when I'll be more hardcore, and then my wife will be like, chill. And then she'll be hardcore. And, and we talked about it the other day where my wife was like, when you're watching the other person discipline, you know, um, you feel like bad for the kid. <laughs> yeah. Like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I had to, t- like, you know, uh, we've had uh, my boy Paul on here, Drink Champ Sports. And he, I don't know if going he said by it on these days. Huh? Is that what he's going by these days? That's his moniker. Yeah. Um, it was his birthday yesterday, so happy birthday to him. Oh, shout but, out. But uh, I don't Cash. know if he said it on here. Cashing in on that drink champs tag. <laughs> yeah. He he mentioned a something a technique he used where he would take his kids into the into the bathroom and turn off the lights and then just punch them. No, when they were wallet. <laughs> no. Hit him with a sock. Yo, we're gonna start getting it. fucking uh, canceled. No, what's what's that? What's that fucking government agency? The kids one. Uh, Oh, what they, what they call? I forget. I forget what the fuck it's called. <laughs> Children's services, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, family services, but uh, HOA. No, I don't know. HOA. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, anyways, he said that yeah, he would take his kid when they were acting up, take them into the bathroom, turn off the lights, and like wait it out till they calm down. The escape room. 
<laughs> and then take them out. And if they act it up, boom, right back in. So I tried that with her. Over the- <laughs> nice. And it, and it, it, it kind of worked. I'm not going to say it was foolproof. So I did it. And it kind of worked, and she calmed down, but she still was like, I don't like Baby Pro. But, but it was a fight that they were having that was getting out of control. That's why I did it. Mm-hmm. Let, she let did me it. ask you, yeah, go is, was, it, was it like as a punishment that you introduced that to her? Yeah, to like get her to stop doing okay. something. Like she's on this thing where she repeats. Like she'll be like, like for example, in the morning, she's like, I don't want to. Last week she was sick. She didn't go to school for a couple of days. He went to school, right? They obviously don't like it when one stays and one goes. Mm. She was obviously fine for staying. <sighs> yeah. So now he's sick and she has to go to school. So she's pissed. So she starts the morning going, I don't want to go to school. We're like, all right, get dressed. No. Get dressed. <laughs> no. Get, like she'll just, she'll, yo, she's hardcore, man. And it's like, you're like in your mind, like, if only you could punch this kid and it really wouldn't hurt them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it wasn't illegal. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But I'll never do something like that. <laughs> so that was the thing. Like she just wouldn't, you know, she just wouldn't break out of that. So what I did, that, this was the other morning. I didn't feel that the the bathroom thing was going to work at that time because I just felt like we just don't have time for that to work. You know, we got to get ready the, the morning routine going. Oh, right. So what I did is, you know, we have the, I don't know if this is going to make me look crazy, but I just put her on our back patio outside. And then closed the door, like the sliding glass door, and looked at her from inside. And she just looked at me like, whatever. And then she went up to the glass because it had the, like that mist on it from, you know, the, yeah. what do you call it? The morning dew or whatever. Yeah. Yep. And she starts writing, drawing hearts. And I, uh, I take I hate, a, I hate you. <laughs> I, take, I take a paper towel, I open the thing all mad and clean all the water off. <laughs> And then close it again. Then I open it. I go, are you ready to put on your clothes? She goes, no. Boom, I close the door. <laughs> she comes, she knocks. And then I open it again. I go, you ready? She goes, no. And I close it again. Jeez. <laughs> Finally, she knocked again. I go, you ready? She goes, yeah. And then she came. I used to, we used to have, uh, when I lived in Miami, on the first floor under the stairs, there was like a little, almost like a crawl space where you could put storage and stuff. It had a little door. <clears throat> and when my eldest at the time, she was probably like five. Is that Harry, Harry Potter's room? <laughs> yeah, that's kind, of, that's, that's kind of what it looked like, actually. Um, she would start wilding out, like tantrum, crazy, uncontrollable, right? And so at first, we would use that as like the punishment room. Like, ah, right, you start tripping, you're going over there, like upset, right? When we're t- telling her, like, yo, go, whatever. And then Something clicked one day, and I was like, yo, instead of me making this like a bad thing, why don't I make try to flip it and make it like this is kind of where you go to chill? Because you you up here right now is not helping nobody. Like, go there and chill. And it was Man, dark. You, you should have just gone in there. Like, I'm getting away from <laughs> you right now. <laughs> I can't handle this shit. Right. Let me go in. But, but when I flipped the script on her, it did help. Like, she would, she would be more... Um, kind of appreciative of going in there because it kind of gives her her space and then she can kind of wind herself back down. And then when she's ready, she just comes out. Like there was no like locking the door, none of that nonsense. It was just like making it very voluntary. <clears throat> so, I mean, in, in the morning when you're rushing to go take kids to school, that you, you need time for something like that to actually work. Right. Hmm. But I found that approach 
when we had time, like actually working. And you know, when she wilded out too much, having to throw away something she really enjoyed. Let me let me share something that my wife sent me on Instagram. Uh, where is she? So she sends me this thing because you know we've been dealing with this with my daughter for the past few um weeks. So let's see. Expecting a child between the ages of two years old and seven years old to be able to control their impulses and emotions, to make decisions calmly, and to speak to you respectfully and kindly the majority of the time is no different than expecting a two-month-old baby to be walking already. A child's prefrontal cortex is responsible for all of these skills, and it doesn't even begin to develop in their brains until around seven years old, and it isn't fully developed until they're about 25 to 28 years old. So is it possible that instead of your child's behavior being unreasonable, that it's actually your expectations that are unrealistic? Expecting a child I don't know, man. These people, these fucking people, they think they know it all. Like, so you mean to tell me I gotta wait till she's seven years old to, to expect her to, to act no. normal? No, twenty eight. <laughs> right. Well, no, but they said till seven is when they start to wow. develop that pre cortical frontal cortex. Prefrontal cortex. Prefrontal <laughs> cortex. That too. <laughs> well, how, I mean, how, I, how much I, wild out stuff does does do you have to deal with Manny on with, with your young, the two well, youngest? You guys right are now. perfect I, over here. No, I'm out. no, no. I'm just, saying, just just in terms of, I mean, it's, whatever, whatever it is, because everyone's yeah, everybody every kid does do you know does different things that require own, uh, you know a consequence or whatever you want to call it. My my ten year old son, his wilding out is around him not getting his way, right? And so he. But now it's all a debate, right? So it's all this like questioning why, like it's not fair, and coming with all this stuff, and he'll get like petty about stuff, and then that turn he turns on his siblings when his st- stuff is not going his way. So our issue with him is not so much that he's upset that he's not getting his way, but more so how he chooses to express to it. affect. Well, how to af- affect his siblings because he's not benefiting him. So with him, like we we kind of we go at it with him. Like we, you know, we're we're having like arguments, like full fledged arguments, like adults do. Mm. And my wife and I, we both get to a point where we're like, <clears throat> at some point, it clicks, and we're like, "Yo, this kid is not going to get it. He's being unreasonable and petty. We just got to stop, and we just disengage. We kind of let him wander off and do his thing, and then later we'll check on him, and then we'll kind of, you know, try mm. to make it right. So." You were saying? <laughs> I was gonna say, hey, he just goes, I was going no, to say something, cha, 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 but, then I, but then I wasn't sure if you were done cha, cha, cha. No, I'm, I'm not going to go through all of them, but like yeah. he's the one that I feel like has we have the most challenge with. My seven-year-old, hit or miss, depending on the day. So, so mine is different because it's less about going into arguing that kind of back and forth stuff, but the stuff that we end up having to do, like discipline stuff on, is more like... Um, trying to convince him to stop doing things at the expense of uh, others like us, uh, for, for a laugh or like from other people, you know what I mean? Like, so if, um, if we've talking about some family stuff or things like, all right, this stays between the three of us, or this is stuff, household stuff. And then he might not quite get it. And then when we get around other people, um, and if he wants to try to impress them or try to repeat something that might get a laugh, then he'll toss it out there. And then afterwards uh, it's like, go dude, 
you know, you're not, <laughs> you you're not listening lines. and we told you <laughs> not to, you know, this is, you're doing, you're, you know, you're, you're trying to be cool or you're trying to say something funny at the expense of something that's not funny to some, to, to someone else. So mm. that's, that's kind of more the discipline stuff that we, that we are working on. That's foul, man. So he put y'all on front street <laughs> it, and in oh, the moment, bias. what do y'all yeah. do? Oh, yeah. What do you guys do? <clears throat> Turn red. So, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, I mean, it's not often, but it's, uh, but it's happened a couple of times and it's one of those things where you just kind of have to pretend that it didn't, didn't happen, happen, try to deflect it a little off. bit. Yeah. And then, and then take them off to the side. Take um, him by the ear, be like, "Come here, you little motherfucker!" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something like that. So, yeah, but that that that's hard, especially when you have to try to play it off because in the moment, then you're like, "Ugh," and then he'll catch on and know that, "Oh, damn," you know, mm. I'm I'm in trouble, and then it, then everyone's just faking the funk. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Awkward. Mm, very. Yeah, it's tough. I, it's funny when you say. I, I think of it roles reverse. Cause I've, I've done that to my kids. Like I'll put them on front street and mm-hmm. they don't like that shit. Yeah. So I've, as the way that the best way they can, they've expressed that to me. Cause they're also kind of like fearful. Like, yo, I can't really come at my father like crazy because he's going to wild out even more. So right. how do I approach him? Or it might not, it might not even be something that You're was a bully, man. real front street. Right. It might've been like a, like a joke or Little something, thing. but then he yeah. takes it, takes it to, <laughs> out of context and then it's like ah uh, <laughs> you know yeah yeah but when 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 they i mean kids are like that right like any little thing could be a nuclear bomb for them and so i you know and that my intention is to be kind of a clown like joke mm. but the degree of my joke and the way it impacts them is like you know crazy so i i had to like fall back yeah it's hard to remember sometimes with because uh, like especially with timing like my son is getting good at kind of learning timing of like when to say something and and this is something we've been trying to teach him of just like look you got to have good comebacks for people or you got to be quick and you know like if someone says something to you it's not necessarily you don't want to say you know stop it or whatever because people are going to just not do that you gotta you gotta be quick have some wit you know that kind of stuff so i think like he's learning that type of vibe but then we often forget the he doesn't get always the context of some of the banter or the jokes and stuff that'll be flying around between all of us and where maybe you know we just take it for granted you know <laughs> you know what i mean and, and he yeah. doesn't he doesn't quite not there yet i was having this conversation i think we've had it before and yeah i'd, I'd love to hear how you handle it with the smaller kids in your household but like do you find yourselves talking to your kids like they're more your peers a lot of the time and then snap when they don't meet your expectation around that? Definitely. Yeah. It sucks. Definitely. Because especially when they start to get this age, you know, I mean, he's about to turn 11. So it's like you're talking to a peer, right? It doesn't feel like you're talking to a kid, at least in you know, at least for me. And so, yeah, yeah. You forget like, uh, you know, of course he doesn't. Yeah. He's going to mess up or don't, doesn't get it because he's not there yet. You know? So 
And it, it's, it's not that, sorry, I was gonna say it's not for me. It's not necessarily feel like I'm talking to a peer, but I feel like they know they're they're more mature in their thinking than they really are because my daughter will say something or my son will have an understanding that we're like, wow, you know, okay. So you kind of like keep that going and then you're expecting a lot more understanding from them. And then you like realize like one thing I've noticed is they're good at um, pretending to know what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's almost like a good mimic. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when you kind of hit them with like a very specific thing and you thought, well, they just carried this conversation. So they must know exactly. And they're like, at the end, they'll be like, and what is that? And you'll be like, what the fuck? We just fucking had a whole conversation about it. Right. Oh, man. You know what's switching gears a little bit? Did y'all watch um the mixtape? No, I haven't movie? watched it yet. I'm upset because no, no, they, they didn't include my interview. Oh, yeah, did you get an interview for it? it. Yeah. Oh, I'm not upset. Yeah, I'm completely understanding as a documentarian, but yeah. I... You know, that's my shit. Like, I would have loved to have been included in that amazing film. I haven't watched it yet, but I know where, it's amazing. Where is it? Where can you see it at? Is it Paramount Plus? Paramount. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, um, it was, that was Tony it Touch. Was this is Tony Touch's documentary? Yeah, he filmed yeah. me and Nori uh, in the same, at the same time. Not at the same time, but in the same. Uh, Got it. Like, they came to us and we both filmed back to back. And they used Nori's pieces of Nori. In it. Did you send him a text? Hey, great movie. <laughs> nah, but I got. A, I had a feeling at a point that you know that I wasn't going to be. Included. <laughs> what they were like? Oh yeah, yeah. Keep talking. Keep talking. And then they turned around and they were talking to each other. Nah, like the the, the director that I was dealing with. That Tony put me in contact with a director before they came. This was we we filmed for this like three four years ago. Huh. And um and then the director had hit me up. Not too long ago, actually. Was it Say, Omar Acosta? I believe so. And he Does was like, oh, I'm in Miami now. And I was like, oh, dope. I was like, oh, he's like, I was like, oh, is the film out yet? Oh, is it? And like, yo, let me get an advance call. You know, you like to. You know. uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> You're not really in it. Yeah, so we're just making some <laughs> final tweaks I'm, and I'm edits. Sure they, <laughs> I'm sure they forgot completely about me. But in my mind, you know, it's, it's really like, God damn, bro. Like, I, yeah. you know, I wanted to be, you know, I wanted to represent Miami on the mixtape scene. Yeah. Sure, but it, it was a it was a great film. Yeah, I I have to do some research. I'm hoping there is like a, a soundtrack that's being rolled there out. Is, he for did him. A, a whole album, um, okay. where he took he did it with Def Jam, and and it allowed him to use all the uh, these Def Jam instrumentals mm. and had people do freestyles over or, or redo oh, songs. That's what it felt like because cool. there would like yeah, there were cool. moments throughout the film where they had like artists spitting. And it felt like he was putting something together, but I didn't quite. Yeah, no, it's out. Check. I believe it's out already. And then um, I heard that Duop got a really good look in the film. Yeah, he did, which is very well deserving. Yeah, he did. So shout nah, out, that was dope. Shout out Tony Touch. Shout out Duop. I mean, you could do a documentary just about Tony Touch, just about Duop, like just about the New York mixtape scene. So I know it, it had to be hard to uh, yeah. to do something about a national mixtape scene. Yeah, no, no. I mean global because they went to Puerto Rico, they went to Japan with it, they went to the UK. Oh, so Miami couldn't be represented. <laughs> Is that what you're telling me? Miami couldn't be represented. No, they went just north of y'all though. Atlanta. No, they, they, went with, they went with Mega Mix over you. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know, Khaled's in it, but you know, yeah, that's right, that's right. But yo, when Duop and um and Tony Touch did their Diaz brothers joint, woo, those, those mixtapes were dope, man. Ill. Anyway, so y'all listening, please go check that movie out. It's called Mixtape. 
um, by it's on Paramount Plus. Go check that out. I think it just got released August first, if I'm not mistaken. So I want to see the uh, next week. I think the Bismarck documentary comes out too. Where's that coming out? Showtime. Dope. That's a Sausage Jenkins. uh, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's dope. Former Fatherhood's guest. Yeah. Yes, he is. Someone brought him up to me yesterday, talking about like. Like he's just been around forever, man. Oh, it was Elliot Wilson bringing him up of, of one of the first magazines that he worked at. Yeah, because they were Ego Trip. Ego Trip. There you yeah. go. That's yeah. what it was. There you go. That's what it was. Um. So I, you know, my oldest daughter. Well, both of my oldest kids like basketball. They're they're into it. They claim to be super involved in it, but I can't get them to actually like study the game or like really practice on their game beyond just like practice on a team or whatever. So it's been kind of a constant like back and forth with them. And now my oldest, she's entering her junior year of school. She's still on the school team. She plays AAU basketball, but now she's, she's like, yo, if I get a look to play college ball, like I'll take it before she was like scared to death of the concept of like playing college ball and trying to be academically on top of the game. Real so, quick for her for yeah. the team that she's on now the school team, how like aggressive is her practice schedule after school? Uh, three to four times a week. Okay. Yeah, so pretty aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then games around that. So <clears throat> she so she told me that, and I've been pressing her like, "Yo, what do you want to do?" Because time's running out, and she's like. Yeah, I'd be down to put the work in if you know if you help me, Dad. And I was like, okay. I happen to know some people in Division One college ranks, and you know different people that can at least guide me on what steps we should take in order to like game plan this out. And I told her I was like, yo, if you're serious, prepare to be uncomfortable and work harder than you've ever worked in your life, because that's what it's going to take for you to have a chance to even get looked at. Like mm-hmm. this is very long shot type of thing that you might get a look right and so you know i had that serious conversation with her and i was like yo if i put this ball in motion you can't make me look crazy because we need to i I need to play this out for you so you know what it's going to look like but then once you say yes we got to meet every commitment that we make or else you damage my reputation but you put yourself in a really bad spot and she understood it yeah no pressure (laughs) <laughs> and she's dead. well see but that's the thing right i'm trying not to put pressure on her because i don't that's not yeah, fair that didn't sound <laughs> yeah, like it's it. terrible right. but but i do want her to know like this not is not controlling gonna be, right this shit is <laughs> <laughs> who me <laughs> no but i want her to know like yo if on a roll in three pointers che- <laughs> <laughs> if you check this box and you're like yo let's start this it's gonna be crazy so so, I, you know, I played out a bunch of scenarios for her. Like, yo, if you go to sleep at midnight because you had to go to school, do your homework and go to practice, are you okay with that? And she's like, all right, I could, I could manage that. I was like, okay, so get ready. So I'm in the process of, like, figuring it all out. And as that develops, I'm sh- I'll share some stuff. But, but what, do you think the end game, what, what do you think the end game is there? Is it she's looking at it from – I could go to college uh, for free, essentially, or is it she has, she has thoughts of a professional basketball career? Like, what what is her kind of career choice? 
Neither. I actually figured that goal. out. Oh, yeah, okay. Neither is the goal. I, I wanted her to understand very clearly, like, yo, your motivation for this has to be genuinely you enjoying this so much that you want to play as competitively and as long as you feel is is comfortable for you. So thinking about it more like, yo, your college experience will be a little more challenging if you're playing ball and doing academics, but your college experience will also probably be better. So it's just love, you're love be, for the game, right? Right. That's okay. her That's her, her motivation. Got and it. I made it very clear to her. I was like, yo, don't look at this as like you trying to help your parents, trying to get a college scholarship to pay for college. You you don't need to have that pressure. Like, we'll figure that part out. You just need to do what you want to do for you for your college career. And this is what she's picked. So, and then, but, but the interesting thing is, too, like, if she doesn't make the basketball team, she's going to be good. Like, it's not like, oh, my God, if I don't make it, uh, college is going to suck. No, she's just, let me give it a shot and see if I can do it. Tell her college radio might be more fun, less practice. <laughs> <laughs> that would be dope. <laughs> That that was fun. Did you get college radio? Yeah, the FCC almost banned my station because of me. Mm. All the pornography mess. <laughs> nah, I, you, know, you guys watch, Did you guys watch WWF back when it was called WWF? Yeah, Wrestling? of course. All right. So when the Rock kind of hit, started making his way as the Rock. I didn't watch that part. Oh man! So he used to like ask people questions. <laughs> the, the, I'm junkyard dog day. Yeah, yeah. You guys are like Andre, Andre the Giant. <laughs> anyway, real quick, like he would, the Rock would like ask somebody a question, right? So, uh, for instance, Yo E, how was your day today? I'm supposed to answer. <laughs> it doesn't matter what their day was. So he'd do, do shit like that, right? So I I took it to a whole nother level, and I just started berating the shit out of a of a guest I called. So, like, somebody called, and I just did that shit. And I went in. I think I cursed him out, whatever. Preparation for fatherhood. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, and you said this was a guest that was calling or was just a caller? Uh, uh, A caller, a caller. Oh, okay. Um, And then, like, a few weeks later, the the station gets an FCC notice. And then the PM is like, yo, the PD is like, yo, um, who are you? And why are you (laughs) doing this in the station? (laughs) I'm like, oh my bad. It was like, yeah, it's like a ninety thousand dollars summons or whatever, Oof, whatever they call it. They didn't give it to them, but that was like the warning. So yeah, that was fun. Yeah, mm. You're a dick. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you much. Any parting shots? Shots? Oh no, Drinking? see, alcoholic. No, <laughs> no shots. Uh, so if if you're listening now and you've been with us for a long time. Thank you very much. Um, we're just coming around to our fifth year of doing this thing. Of Holy ours. shish kebabs. It's crazy. I know. So we're like, I don't know, a few episodes away from, from the five-year anniversary. And don't worry. We're not celebrating. We're not doing anything special because we don't know how to fucking plan. <laughs> but one day, one day we will. <clears throat> that's about right. That's us. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. That's keep, all we got. Keep the dream alive. That's it. All right, y'all. We can't keep this. Stay greasy. Recording platform alive. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. No, no one. Later. No one. Uh, don't shut your browser off, guys. So we get that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. All right. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. 